What is up, guys, and welcome to the White Flag Podcast. If this is your first time listening, my name is Brayden. We are so excited to be sticking surrender along with you guys. Um, we, we are just so excited to have you guys here. Um, and it is our hope that by the end of this episode, you can be one step closer to Jesus through surrendering your life to him in every aspect of your life to him. And that is really the whole mission of the podcast, right? We want to change our perception as Christians from what the world says weakness is versus what we recognize weakness is, which is really the beginning of true strength, right? We've, we've used this verse um, the past couple of episodes to kind of just really um, drive home this point of what the podcast is about. It's 2 Corinthians 12, 9 and 10. It says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness so that the power of Christ may rest on me. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And that is really this kind of the sum point of what this podcast is all about. It's about seeking Christ in everything that we do. It's about living a life of surrender um, in every aspect of life. And because we want to seek surrender in every aspect of life, we kind of get to talk about everything on this podcast. We get to talk about relationships and friends and money, business. It doesn't matter. We get to talk about everything on this podcast. So it's pretty sweet. Um, If this is your first time listening, this is just kind of our style. This is kind of just the type of episodes that we do. We are doing one Devo a week. It's when one of the four co-hosts gets to come in and kind of just give you a message for you to kind of get fired up with to take into your week. Um, and then we do two discussion slash panel type episodes a month to start. We might be doing more of those. I don't know. We really like those. Matt, you like those a lot? I love those. They're beautiful. I do like those a lot. Um, and though, in those episodes will kind of just be when all four of us get to come together and we kind of just roll through a topic, roll through a chapter of the Bible, whatever it may be. So yes. Also I mentioned in the last episode, which we really just need to make an Instagram so I can stop saying this. But if there's <laughs> if there's not an Instagram at the time of this episode being released, that is coming soon. But if there is already, ignore what I just said. So we're going to get working on that. We're going to stop being apathetic. We're going to start being, yep. mm-hmm. um, what's the word? Not reactive. We're going to be proactive. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. we are going to do that because that's important. We're gonna raise our white flag. We need to raise our white flag, and just and make an Instagram. <laughs> I, I'm not really make, sure how that works, but you know, yeah, we'll work we'll, on we'll that. We'll it. work on we'll that. Yeah. Anyways, guys, this is just gonna be sort of like a bonus episode. We're gonna throw this in there, and we're gonna kind of roll with it, see where uh, God's word just takes this discussion. Uh, right now, it's actually just me and Matt today, so we are super excited to just kind of go with it. So, mm-hmm. Matt, yeah. what are we talking about today? All right, <laughs> oh, get. <laughs> Get your Bibles ready, boys and girls, because unless today, you're driving, unless you're unless driving, you're driving then on the road, then watch the road, watch the road. Keep your eyes open. Don't look down at your Bible. Just imagine your Bible, but also Actually, but, give your undivided attention to the road. Yes, yes. But if you don't have your Bible open, then you're probably not going to heaven. So, <laughs> oh my goodness, truth bomb on the White Flag podcast. Truth bomb. Truth bomb. Truth bomb. Anyways, um, yeah. Today, we will be talking about the book of Ecclesiastes. And honestly, I feel like we've probably talked about it on the podcast before, Ecclesiastes, because it is just one of my favorite books in the entire Bible. And we'll probably talk about it again. You're going through that right now, aren't you? Yeah, I am, which is pretty amazing. I have a whole story about that, and we will get into that in a little bit. Yes, we will. But I think that 
we're just going to do a broad, like, kind of look at this book of Ecclesiastes. Yeah, and absolutely. How everything is meaningless. So yeah. if you are really happy, prepare to be sad. And if you're sad, prepare to stay sad because that's pretty much, <laughs> that's pretty much what's going to happen. It's no, there's hope at the end of the book, but there is the majority of the book is breaking yes. down all of the things that you treasure in life. Yeah. So, and that's, a, that's perfect. And do you want to kind of just, if, if you've never read Ecclesiastes mm. before, do you kind of just want to give a brief summary, brief over, not overview but kind of like what is the main theme of the book for those of for people who haven't read it so the book of ecclesiastes was most likely written by king solomon if you don't know who that is the second wisest man of all time behind jesus right yeah so he has god-given wisdom that he like prayed for and was given so he's just wise beyond any human you could ever imagine and he writes this book towards the end of his life and he's kind of looking back on it and he's pretty much just looking at the way the world works. And he's having this epiphany about how everything he's done amounted to nothing. And it's just like this. He's having essentially like this midlife crisis, the midlife crisis of all midlife crises. And he is realizing that nothing he does matters. And so he uses this word vanity to kind of talk about how everything is meaningless. Everything is a chasing after the wind. And he breaks down pretty much just topic by topic, all these things that people pour their lives into and how each of these things is meaningless. And then he goes into how there's specific times for everything. He says there's a time for everything under the sun. And then he goes in and he essentially he comes to this conclusion that everything outside of God is going to pass away and is going to fail. So he's saying everything that you strive for that is not aligned with God's will is meaningless, right? Yep. But he, he gets to that point in a very roundabout way. And the way he does that is basically by, like I said, breaking down pretty much everything you could ever put your hope in. And honestly, I feel like this is a great passage for the White Flag podcast because yeah. I think that this is just something that if you're going to surrender your life to, you have to understand that yeah. your life is meaningless. That's actually <laughs> so true. And I feel like this has to be said at like one point or another. I think that it's a really cool thing that because we want to seek Jesus and seek his way of doing things and everything that we do, we do kind of get to talk about everything. And so there is, there's always going to be an underlying theme of surrender, right? Whether it be like joy versus happiness, like we talked about, right? There's always going to be an underlying theme of surrender because we're seeking out what Christ wants for us. And some topics are going to just really like flow better with that. And Ecclesiastes is really one of them. And I'm super glad that you said that because it is so true. The book of Ecclesiastes is a hard pill to swallow in and of itself because it's hard to read. Like everything in life is meaningless. What? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that's a hard pill enough to swallow as well. And that's honestly so true. And it runs adjacent to what this podcast is all about is because Anything outside of God, anything that is outside of God's will for you, anything that does not expand the kingdom is meaningless. Yep. So I'm really glad that you said that. That's really, that's, that's phenomenal. Yeah, for sure. So without further ado, let's just jump on in. We're going to, we're going to jump around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Jumping all over. Yeah. Today. So we're going to start in Ecclesiastes one, just read a couple of these verses here just to kind of give you a perspective. Cause I think that Ecclesiastes one, like we were talking about before this, it, it really just sets the stage for everything. And then all the chapters following just go into like yeah. idea by idea. So 
we'll jump into it. So it says, the words of the preacher, the son of David, king of Jerusalem. So actually, you know what? I don't think that it's, now that I'm looking at it, I said most likely Solomon, <laughs> but I think it has to be Solomon. I mean, David had multiple sons, but I don't. It's I, not a toss It's probably, we it's are pretty sure. You know what? We are 90 sure that this is Solomon, right? And we are reading out of ESV, by the way. So if you're not driving, find an ESV. The way God actually spoke it, ESV, the way he said it, the the way it came out of God's mouth. Extra spiritual version. That's what it's, I'm just kidding. (laughs) That was really good. I want a shirt that says that. Throw it on a shirt. Throw it on a shirt. Ooh. Okay. So verse two, vanity of vanities. There's that word, says the preacher, vanity of vanities. He says it again. All is vanity. So that's five times already in that second verse he said vanity, right? Meaningless, 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 meaningless. What does man gain by all the toil at which he toils under the sun? A generation goes and a generation comes, but the earth remains forever, right? So people toil on the earth, but it remains the same. The sun rises, the sun goes down and hastens to the place where it rises. The wind blows to the south and goes around to the north. Around and around goes the wind and on its circuits, the wind returns. All streams run to the sea, but the sea is not full to the place where the streams flow. There they flow again. All things are full of weariness. A man cannot utter it. The eye is not satisfied with seeing nor the ear filled with hearing. What has been is what will be. And what has been done is what will be done. And there is nothing new under the sun. That rhymes and bars and amazing. <laughs> bars. Bars. Is so there? True. Yeah, absolutely. Is there a thing of which it is said? Sorry, I'm like, these words are really small. Is there a thing of which it is said, see, this is new. It has already, it has been already in the ages before us. There is no remembrance of former things, nor will there be any remembrance of later things yet to be among those who come after. Okay. Pause right there. That's beautiful. So I really want to, one verse that stuck out to me when we were just kind of going through that, um, Verse eight, it says, all things are full of weariness and man cannot utter it. The eye is not satisfied with seeing nor the ear filled with hearing. So verse eight, and then we have 11. There is no remembrance of former things, nor will there be any remembrance of later things yet to be among those who come after. So Matt, Mm -hmm. what would you say to people who would say that verse isn't true, right? What would you say to people who say, everything's not full of weariness? Every, like there are good things in this world. Like, like why does the Bible say that? Like, what would you say to the person who, so are you saying that everything we do here is meaningless? Because that's what verse 11 says. Like, there's no remembrance of anything that I'm doing. So like, what would you, like, what's the point? Mm. What would you say to that person? So are you saying from a Christian perspective or, cause I think that changes the way you answer the question. I, I would say from a Christian perspective. Okay. So yes, like. As Christians, I think we have a right to ask that question, right? Like, yeah. if everything is meaningless, like, why am I still here, right? Because yeah. my, my salvation is set, right? If we've already surrendered, we, we're we set in heaven, right? So why why am I still here if everything I do is meaningless? And I think that it's because when, when you think from a heavenly perspective, when you look from heaven downwards, when yeah. you try to look that way, you see that we're all just like, drops in a bucket, yeah. right? Specks of dust. Specks of dust, right? And our lifetimes are just a snippet of it. Like our lifetimes are nothing compared to eternity, right? So true. So when you think about that, when you think about how important like 
being a good father is, how important passing your classes is, how important us completing this podcast is, right? How many people are going to listen to this podcast? At very best, let me tell you, at very, very best, 7.4 billion people can listen to this podcast. That is if every single human being listens to this podcast, right? Which will not even come close. We'll get like 200 probably. (laughs) But I'm saying if everybody listens to it, that is not even 1% of every person who will ever live ever, right? Yeah. And it it will not make a difference when it comes to eternity, right? Nothing you do matters. And when you say all is full of weariness, like, I'm tired. You're tired, right? Yeah. I I know this kind of sounds kind of morbid when I say it, but I cannot wait till the day I go into the kingdom. I hope I have a long, yeah. healthy, fruitful life. I hope I grow towards Christ. I hope I meet a beautiful woman make her my wife and make a beautiful family and do what God calls me to do. But I hope that at the end of it, I get to rest. Yeah. And I get to worship my God because I am weary and I'm 18 years old. You know, I can't even imagine what, how Solomon felt when he wrote this because he was probably a lot older. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that's so interesting because that statement from a surface level implies that, okay, so does that mean that we're not supposed to have any standard for our lives? Like, does that mean like we're not supposed to strive for anything? No, absolutely not. Okay. We as humans are created to bring God glory, just like all of creation, right? We are God's handiwork. We are God's masterpiece, right? Um, I don't know if it's in Psalms or Proverbs, but it says like God knit us together in the womb. Okay. We are created for Psalms 119. Psalms 119. Yep. Thank you. You're welcome. Like he, I got you. Perfect. I got you. Dude, iron sharpens <laughs> give and iron. Give and take, bro. <laughs> give and take. <laughs> um, like we are created for a purpose. Like God went into time. God, God put in effort into creating Matt. God went into effort into creating Brayden. God took effort in creating you. And, and he like, he created Matt for a purpose. He created Matt with, with skills and strengths and weaknesses for the glory of his kingdom. Right? So, when you look at that and, and and how much God loves you, what God has done for you, this text is not saying that you're not supposed to strive for anything. Well, this text is ultimately saying anything outside of Christ is void. Anything outside of Christ is empty. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to strive to bring God glory with everything inside of us. So that's that, I feel like that's a really mm-hmm. important piece because you are supposed to strive for things. You are supposed to work hard for the glory of God and for the expansion of his kingdom. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you have to realize that we are specks of dust, but how much can you do with your speck of dust? Yeah. And that brings us to Ecclesiastes 12, that very last verse of Ecclesiastes. So the entire book, you know, we read the beginning of chapter one. It pretty much outlines the whole book, right? Yeah. And then boom, 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 boom. Your life is meaningless. You're meaningless. You're meaningless. You're meaningless. You're meaningless. And then right at the very end, there's a snippet of hope. It is 1213, the end of the matter All has been heard. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every deed into judgment with every secret thing, whether good or evil. So there it is, right? We have a purpose, right? There is meaning in some things we do, right? If it is under God's commandments, if it is fearing God and keeping his commandments, right? And that is his commandments in the New Testament, right? Love God and love others, right? So there can be meaning in things we do. Absolutely. And look, look at verse four, right? Or not verse four. What am I saying? <laughs> Chapter four, <laughs> verses nine through 12. Mm-hmm. 
So it says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. If they fall, one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm, but how can one keep warm alone? And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him, but a threefold cord is not quickly broken. And so like that's that's talking about community, right? That's talking about um, being surrounded by people who lift you up and who push you on and, and who pick you up when you're not feeling like going anymore, when you are feeling weary. And like that, that shows what Christ designed for community to be. Community is, community is for us. Like God created community as a good thing. And that's just one example of the book of Ecclesiastes mm-hmm. because everything in life is meaningless, but God created the things that are for him and for his glory to bring him glory, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it's really looking at, the, at this book with not, not a grain of salt, but with the understanding that if you're not living for God, if your community's not for God, if your relationship's not for God, if your marriage isn't for God, if you're not leading your children as a father, or as a mother to Christ, what is it for? Mm, that's so true. If it's not for the glory of God, then like, what's the point? Yeah. Because there's nothing new under the sun, like it said in verse one, but God created the sun. God is forever. God is the only thing that is going to outlast this earth. God is the only thing that's going to ask outlast your existence fully and forever. God is eternal. And so when you're dedicating your whole life to something that is eternal, something that's perfect, something that's righteous and holy and set apart, that's a life worth striving for. That's the life worth living. That's a life of meaning and purpose and impact. So true. And I think that it's a good segue into really why I really felt like we should talk about Ecclesiastes today. So I, um, I was just chilling at GCBC. If you don't know, student union at GCU. We go to GCU. I know we plug it every time, but so I was sitting at the coffee shop at our college, right? And it's like 1 a.m. on a Thursday night. No, yeah, no, Friday night. It was a Friday night. So this was right before, I know I'm just on a random tangent. (laughs) It was Friday night right before Thanksgiving break. So it was pretty empty actually. I'm just sitting outside um, reading my Bible in Ecclesiastes, right? Chapter one. And I get done. I pray about it. You know, I had a great quiet time. I thought it was amazing. And I get done and I see a guy who I really don't know very well, but like we've, we've seen each other, um, like a couple times. So like, he was just like, Hey Matt, what's up? Who was it? Uh, Sam, uh, he's friends with Brennan, Bren, Brennan. Yeah. Sam. I don't know. Okay. Whatever. All our listeners are like, who are these people? We don't even know. (laughs) Um, So I saw him and he was like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, having my quiet time. He was like, what are you reading? Ecclesiastes. He was like, no way. I'm reading that too. And I was like, weird, right? He was like, you know what you should do? You should watch this sermon by JP. You know, Jonathan Paluka? 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 Outdated. Outdated. (laughs) Outdated guy. Outdated guy. Um, That's how you porch. Yes, we love him. Is she dated? Yes. Give me one second. Fire. Sorry, I had to make sure we didn't yeah. lose all our work. You guys know JP. Yeah, JP is amazing. Becoming anyway, something great podcast by the way. Mm. That's what it's called. Ooh, becoming, becoming something. something? Oh yeah. my Fire. goodness, love it. You guys should listen to that. That's where I got introduced to podcasts. Fun fact: podcast world. So I get back to my room and I watch. I watch um, the sermon, and it's Ecclesiastes. Basically, everything is meaningless, right? And then I go to Georgia for Thanksgiving break, and we. Um, I get an assignment for the week and I'm like, oh, what's, what's this assignment for my pastoral identity class? Right. And I read it and he's like, 
go to a cemetery. I was like, what? All right. So said, so go to a cemetery and read Ecclesiastes chapter four through oh my seven. Gosh. I know. I can't, This is all oh the span gosh. of like three days, by the way. Right. So, so I get to Atlanta and I'm like, what the heck, a cemetery? And you will not believe what we pass like five minutes away from my cousin's house. Guess. I'll give you one guess. What? Cemetery. No way. <laughs> yes. It was a cemetery. Okay. Quick, like, quick little thing. Yeah. First time you told me this story, I thought you said seminary. Like I thought you were <laughs> talking about like a church or something no, like that. Place where dead people live. I was like, <laughs> and then you said, <laughs> okay, sorry. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. No. So cemetery. Cemetery. C-E-M whatever the rest is. Cemetery. <laughs> So I get there. I, I do my quiet time. I read it. The gate was closed, so I couldn't actually go inside, but I could see the graves, right? Um, there were some from like 1750, and there were some from like 2015. And it was weird. It was, like a, it was a pretty small cemetery, but like yeah. very specific. It was interesting. It was like 400 years and like very specific different things, interesting. right? So um, yeah, and kind of a reoccurring theme. So it's obvious God is trying to tell me something, right? And when you were just talking, it reminded me of something that JP said in his message. He was talking about how we we strive and we toil and we we live in this society, right? And we, we try so hard to be successful by the world's standards and we go, go, go. There's, there's dads out there that haven't seen their kids in weeks because of their job, right? And yeah. even if they do see them, they're not actually there, right? There's moms who are so stressed out with their job as well that they they're not even existent for their kids, right? Yeah. And there's there's teenagers who aren't even like high schoolers because they're constantly working trying to save up for college that, you know, they have to go to by the world's standards, right? Yeah. There's all these things that people people toil for so much. And you know what you get? You know what you get for all the toil? This is what JP said. He said, you get a rock with your name on it. And if you were really successful, you get a nice rock. And if you weren't successful, you get a not so nice rock. Mm-hmm. And it was very prevalent in this um, cemetery that I was at that there was this big like um, obsidian gravestone and it said Sanders on it, which is funny because my last name's Saunders, so it was pretty interesting. But it said Sanders. It was from like 2015, right? And it was so nice. And then there was one right next to it. It was a really small dinghy from like 1830, and it was falling apart. Okay, yeah. and I don't, I can't even remember what it said on it because it was impossible to read. Right? Yeah. And it was like. Okay, so Sanders over here died pretty recently and obviously had way more money than this dude did, right? Yeah. And guess what? They're buried two feet from each other. Wow. And Sanders, oh, great. You know, you worked all your life and you got a nice black gravestone, right? Yeah. Good for you. And another thing JP said is that he said, regardless of how hard you work, you will be eaten by the apex predator. I was like, Apex Predator, what? He was like, the earthworm. <laughs> uh, and I thought, one, that's hilarious, and two, that is very convicting, right? Yeah. The earthworm eats all of us. He eats every human, regardless of how successful. He eats every animal. He eats every plant. He eats everything. Yeah. At the end of the day, all you are is warm food. Wow. And I was like, and like it, Even if you go back to like the cement, like the, the two gravestones, right? Mm-hmm. The, the big obsidian one yep. and the one from like 18, whatever it was. Yeah. Like, I mean... I'm sure super nice gravestones weren't really a thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. But, like, even still, that dude or that lady's rock, the thing that they got for their life, 
It that fell apart too. Yeah, exactly. That fell apart too. I bet you, I'll probably go back there in a year. And honestly, I'm excited to see if it's still there. Yeah, you know, because sure, it, he like so. You know, we work so hard. We try to make this big impact on our friends, our family, right? If you're a parent, your kids, right? You try to get, be remembered by everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's some people in history who they'll be remembered as long as society stands, right? There's people like Caesar yeah. who, like, they're going to be remembered, right? Jesus, he's going to be remembered forever, right? There's there's people who have done really amazing things. Or there's people who have done really terrible things, too, that they will be remembered for that, right? Yeah. But 99.999% of people... You'll be remembered by your kids, right? You'll be remembered by your grandkids. You'll probably be known by your great-grandkids. And your great-great-grandkids will probably know your name, but your great-great-great-grandkids... No shot. They won't know who no. you are. And that... Like, if that doesn't break your heart, then I don't know what will, right? Nothing you do on this world is going to make you remembered. Yeah. So that I think that that's big. And that is that's just one of those things that just... It levels the playing field, right? And it allows... God's purpose in your life to start building things up, right? It demolishes that kingdom, right? Yeah. So that God can start building his in your life. And I think that that's really mm, important. Dang. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Fire. I think that's what the whole purpose of Ecclesiastes yeah, is. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it, if you're listening to that, right, and you're be like, dang, like my computer just went off. If you're listening to that, right, that's like... That's like super hard to wrestle with. Mm. And you know what? To be honest with you, like that's wrestle worthy to mm. like that's so worthy. That's, yeah, I, like I mean, that. I guess throw it so. on a t-shirt. Throw it on a t-shirt. <laughs> that's wrestle like that that's worthy of wrestling with. Because it's like, okay, dang. But I really want to let's go back to 12 mm. 13. Okay? Fear God and keep his commands for this is the whole duty of man. And I think inadvertently that contrast, this life of living for yourself, this life of living for money, this life of living for sex, this life for living for popularity or for being known or whatever, whatever that may be, it contrasts that completely because instead of working and striving and toiling and, and just, and just grinding your whole life for a rock and to be eaten by the apex predator, the earthworm, Mm. Instead of that being your goal inadvertently, because if you are not living for God, that is what you are living for. Just straight up, right? That, that's just the honest truth. But when you're living for God, you're working. I, you remember when Pope said this about the crown thing and we had no idea what he was talking about? Mm, I yep, don't yep. know the verse, <laughs> but I do remember what he was saying. We're working for a crown in heaven mm. that we get to put at the feet of Jesus. Mm. And that's wor- that's a life worth living. That is a life worth living for. And it reminded me of this verse that my friend uh, my friend Michael showed me. It's of Romans eleven thirty six. It says, "For from for from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. From him, through him, to him. From him." Through him to him. Throw that on a Throw t-shirt. Throw that on a t-shirt. And but a in bumper all, sticker. Oh my yes, goodness. But in all seriousness, <laughs> if you are living a life where every aspect of your life is dedicated to the glory of God and to the expansion of his kingdom and to, and to having this, this big, fat, juicy crown to put at the feet of Jesus, that's a life worth living for. And how do you do that? It's by understanding that all things are from him. All things are through him and all the glory goes to him. And that's a life worth living for. 
That is a life that is worth striving for. That is a life worth working for. That is a life worth being weary for, right? Mm. We look at, we look in Acts 5, right? Where I think it was, I don't know if it, I think it was Paul and Barnabas, right? They just got like beaten and they're rejoicing because they were worthy of bearing the name. That is dope. Okay, Acts 14, Paul gets stoned outside of Iconium. Okay, they get, he gets stoned to the point where he gets, he, people think that he's dead. He, they drag him out of the city to be vulture food. And what does he do? Because in his life, all things are from God, all things are through God, and all the glory goes to God. Because that's how he lived his life, he got back up and he went back into the city that he got stoned in. Think about that. 12 dudes who hung out with Jesus, okay? 12 dudes who hung out with Jesus on a daily basis, okay? They saw what Christ did. They saw who Christ was. Christ died for them so that we could have, not just them, but everyone on the face of the planet could have a relationship with the Father through him. That we could that we could go into heaven and be with him forever because the wrath of God was outpoured on his son. They saw that, and because of that, each and every one of them were killed. Okay, you look at Rahab, the prostitute, right? She has every reason to not follow God. She has every reason to believe that God would never want her. Yet she sees who God is and what the Israelites are doing. And she says, that's who I choose. And because of that, guess guess who Jesus came through? Rahab, the prostitute. You look at David, right? The eighth son, the little runt. Okay, that's who God said, I want, that's who I want to kill a giant. That's who I want to go out into the valley for me, bearing my name. Because all things are from him, through him, and all the glory goes to him. That's a life worth living for. And and anything outside of that, that is vanity. That is a life worth living for, saying all things are from him, through him, and to him. My purpose in life, the duty of man, the duty of my life is to fear God and keep his commandments because anything outside of that is meaningless. Whoa, my goodness. That was beautiful. I enjoyed listening to that. I was an audience in I, but I think you're totally right. Yeah. I think that that, like, if you can really grasp that you're there, right? Yeah. You, 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 not only do you have the essence of Ecclesiastes, but you have pretty much one of the main points of the entire story of the Bible, yeah. right? Is that it's all meaningless unless we work for God. Absolutely. Unless we, unless we take what God has given us, we take the time God has given us here on earth as all these heroes of the Bible did. And we give it back to God. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause nothing belongs to us. Right. Everything is a gift from God. And we are given a decision whether to keep that selfishly or give it back to God as a gift. And I think that that's so beautiful. So I think you hit it right on the nose. Yeah. And like, and what, what is the difference? Right. How much more fulfilling is a life that is dedicated to Jesus Christ and to the expansion of the kingdom of God, right? Because like all the world tells you is have this, like we talked about this in the joy Mm -hmm. versus happiness episode, right? Have this car, have this house, date this type of woman, date this type of man, right? Who has all of these characteristics and stuff like that. How much more fulfilling is a life where everything, everything in your life goes to the glory of God? Mm. How much more fulfilling? And it's on top of that, it's so scary to like think, you know, you said all these things, right? Car, house, spouse, money, all these things. Yeah. How scary is it to think like, this is what I've worked for my whole life, right? And you could lose it like that. It could, it could go right? it's all the way. Gone. In, in, in one day. One, in one day. One pop tire, your car goes off the road, it's all gone, right? Yeah. 
like one diagnosis from the doctor, everything's gone. Right. But if you put it in God, as Braden was talking about earlier, if you put your, your trust and you put your work into God, right, you work for the Lord, then you're storing up your treasures in heaven, as yeah. Trevor was saying, and we were so oblivious to it, right? <laughs> you are you are getting that crown in heaven and you get to lay it at the feet of Jesus. How precious is that? Yeah. For for us to get to heaven and to say, Jesus, I did this for you, right? I know, I know I did all those things. And Jesus says, Well, I forgive you for that. And you're like, Yeah, you did, right? <laughs> and then you get there and you could say, Jesus, I toiled, I shrived, I worked for you. For and he's you. gonna say, what is he going to say? He's going to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Oh, love it. Dude. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it. It's just, it's awesome. Can you believe that we were clowning Trevor for that? Oh, I know. We were, <laughs> and it's actually like such heat. If Trevor, I know you're probably going to listen to this. I'm Hopefully. sorry. And all the listeners who were just like, what is going on when you listen to that episode? Um, I apologize because was it in the Trevor ha- had such Was it in wisdom. the happiness episode? Honestly, I have no idea. It might have been in like a bonus episode that we... Oh, that never happened? I, well, then they're going to be so confused. It's going to be like, what are they talking about? <laughs> Just go with it. Just go with it. It's meaningless. Podcasts um, are meaningless, except for ours. All podcasts other than ours are meaningless. Put that on a t-shirt. On a t-shirt. <laughs> White flag podcast, it's not meaningless. That's our tagline. Pray it out. Actually, okay. you want to pray us out? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Heavenly Father, um, thank you so much for who you are. Thank you so much for your grace and your faithfulness towards us, despite our iniquity and our sin against you. Um, we're so thankful for your covenantal love. Um, even though we run away from you, even though we sin against you, God, you're always there. You're always there with open arms because you're a good, good father who loves us. God, thank you so much for the discu- this discussion that we got to have today. Thank you so much for just the blessing of being able to have this podcast and be a part of this. Um, it's really so special to us. God, thank you for your word. Thank you for the book of Ecclesiastes, which teaches us anything that is outside of you, anything that is not for you will fade away. It can and will fade away because it is like, it is like dust in the wind. It is dust in the wind compared to you and your glory. And so, God, I pray that us as hosts, um, the listeners, all of us together can come together as one house, one church who are striving to bring glory to you, bring glory to your kingdom, bring glory to the name of Jesus Christ who died for us. And it is in the name of Jesus Christ who was nailed on the cross for us, who bore, who bore our sins, whose blood was shed, whose body was broken, that we ask all of this in your name. Amen. Amen.